to Straight Fire and Flow with Kim and Tara, where we talk mindset, energetic, soulpreneurship, business, expanding your freaking mind and elevating your entire being. You guys, this is straight honesty, no scripts, pure divine wisdom and downloads given directly to you. And today we're talking all about becoming an open channel. Ah, I just love this topic. It's so good. It is. It is. Okay. So a couple of things. So becoming an open channel, truthfully, you guys, it takes work. Like the the work that you're doing, whether you look at it as uh, spiritual evolution or spiritual growth or personal development, self-help, whatever that is, it's kind of a culmination of it all. Um, but really, truly, it's about developing a deep connection to yourself through spiritual practice and through the deep connection to yourself, you develop a connection or um, I guess like what I would want to say is like, it almost feels like a a portal opens up in you. And I know that that sounds a little out there, but it feels like something opens up inside of you and you become this direct channel to something that is way bigger than any of us can even comprehend. And yeah. And like every single human, like this is what I, I love about this is because becoming an open channel, every single human has the ability to do so. This isn't just, um, this isn't just designated for people who have spiritual gifts. Like, first of all, every single fucking human has spiritual gifts. Every (laughs) single human. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, if you think about it, it's like a sixth sense, you know, like a society, movies, everybody has talked about having this sixth sense. Um, And we don't necessarily talk about it anymore. We kind of like look at that as like, oh, that's just like mystical, magical shit. But no, it's actually real. It's your intuition. It's your connection to something outside of yourself. And we have simply through evolutionary processes, through societal conditioning, through childhood trauma, we just lost that connection. But it's not that it's gone away. It's just, it's like a muscle. Like when you learn how to ride a bike the first time, if you stopped riding a bike for years and years and years, like me, for instance, I obviously rode a bike my entire life. Martha's Vineyard, probably six, seven years ago, my husband and I rented bikes when we were there. I got on that fucking bike and fell off like four times (laughs) because (laughs) I haven't ridden a bike. And I literally was like screaming, like, why is this so hard? (laughs) Um, and it's just simply because like, if you don't use it, you lose it for sure. For sure. And that's, what's so important about your spiritual practice. Okay. It's continuing to do that all the time, all the time, like uh, every single day, it's just making that time to connect to it's really connecting to yourself because all of this, um, this channel, all of this wisdom is like housed inside of you already, right? And so as you continue this practice and as you build up this muscle, like Kim is saying, what happens is, is we just become like just so open to everything happening around us that we start to notice. It's like all of these things are already coming in all of the time, but because we're not so connected to ourselves, a lot of times we just miss it. And when we really build up that connection and that muscle, what happens is we become so much more aware and then we take everything in. Yeah. And the whole goal is becoming an open channel. Like when, for, for us, like as mentors to stay in integrity with who we are, we keep ourselves really clean. We house crystal clear energy and it is literally number one on my list 
making sure that I am a clear channel for myself and for my clients. Because if you're hiring somebody who is not a clear channel, their biases, their projections, um, their experience is going to be, it, everything that they give you is through the filter or through the lens of all of that. And that's all garbage. It's all yuck. I want to make sure that what we give our clients is the most crystal clear, limitless perspective that is literally directly related to source, consciousness, God, the universe, whatever the hell you want to say it is. Um, and it's no different. Like when Tara and I, like Tara, okay, so I read people, I read people's energy. Tara uses the Akashic records to read people essentially and give them, you know, like the Akashic records is a whole nother episode in and of itself. But um, <laughs> like to give like really unbelievable wisdom information that that you're curious to have or that would give you clarity in life. But when when both of us do that, whatever our processes is, um processes whatever um whatever that process is when we read people i have no idea where it comes from like actually i know because i know it's from source god consciousness like that's my connection but like it's all of a sudden in my head Mm -hmm. and it is clear as day it is exactly a knowing uh, a, a sentence or it's like ooh, this is exactly what it feels like you know i'm claircognizant and clairsentient Um, and so like, that's that process of it, but it's becoming an open channel to get to a point where you can do something like that or where you trust yourself enough is practice. And it's learning to develop that deep sense of trust in yourself and in the universe that what you're getting is actually accurate or that the human that's on the other side of you right now, it's whatever that message is, it's intended for them. And this is where it's like a full-blown process because not only do you have to trust yourself, this also goes even deeper than that because it's like you have to have confidence in yourself. You have to be willing to show up regardless of what other people are going to say about you or what other people are going to think about you. Um, And for Tara and I, we know the power. We see it in our clients when we can read them or we can give them information that they are, they're too, they're like in the thick of it. So they are clouded or they're... um, they've got like the rose colored glasses on. And so they're blinded by it. They can't quite see, but we know that when, as us, as as doing the work and becoming this clear channel, we know the power and the transformation because we watch it in our clients every time, whether it's a, Oh my God, you hit the nail on the fucking head or, Oh my God, that's a pattern. I didn't realize that I had, that's a blind spot. I need to shift. This is energy that I need to reframe or I need to move elsewhere or clean up this energy in some way, shape, perform. Um, and so from, uh, I guess from like a mentor to mentee type of perspective, always hire somebody that is a clear channel. Um, that's one aspect of it, but even for ourselves, like if you're not looking to do that and you're just looking to become a clear channel for yourself, the clarity, the connection, um, the wholeness, the absolute awe and wonder and surprise. And peace. Like, I'm going to be real. Like, I also feel like peace is a big, is a big component of that as well, because when you're getting all of this and coming to you, right. And you've built up that trust and that knowing that this is what's meant for you. And I can trust this and I can follow this. And I know that I'm always divinely guided then that worry, the, the worry, the fear, all of those things that so often like surround us, 
just kind of fall away. They really, it really does. It really does. And so part of becoming an open channel, yes, it's about your spiritual practice, but it's, it's not just about your spiritual practice. It's about taking your spiritual practice and bridging that into the rest of your day, Mm -hmm. into your entire being, because there is, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't fucking care if you wake up at 5 a.m. and you do an hour of workout, meditation, breath work, you do savers, you do the savers method, you do whatever it is. If you walk out of that spiritual practice and cannot carry that with you with the rest of the day, it's fucking pointless. Yeah. It's literally pointless. All you're doing is checking off the list, feeling good for one hour and, and what? So you started your day that way. Well, can you carry that throughout the rest of your day so that if something, you know, life happens and it becomes heavy or it becomes a surprise that you weren't expecting, can you move through that with ease? Can you connect back to yourself? Can you use emotional intelligence? Can you uh, use that open channel, crack yourself wide open to see a different way, to see a different possibility? Like that's what, that's what this work is truly about. It's not about that 5am club. It's not about your spiritual practice for 30 fucking minutes. It is about becoming the living, breathing embodiment of this so that your entire day, you're an entirely, you're, you're a open channel throughout your entire day for yourself, for your clients, for your friends, for your family, however that looks for you or whatever you, you decide to use that as. Um, And then just some like, regular, not regular, that's not the word I was looking for. Some, (laughs) some tips, I guess, about becoming an open channel. Obviously, we just said trust whatever you're getting. Trust in yourself. Trust in the universe is absolutely key. But there are some serious other aspects about like actually taking care of our body that really do matter. Number one, drinking alcohol. I'll tell you what, that channel closes the way down, closes all the way fucking down. You are not a clear channel anymore after an ounce of alcohol. Um, now that's not to say like Tara and I still have alcohol and we still like engage with it here and there and whatnot. But it's, if, if you were to have several drinks, even the next day, sometimes even the day after that, you can feel the effects. Yeah. Um, so that's one aspect. Coffee for me does it too like a cup of coffee is okay. Anything after that, my mind is so like, I I can't actually start coming up. Yep. Yep. I can't actually see, um, for us, like becoming that clear channel, part of it is moving our bodies daily. Yeah. Just keeping the energy moving up and down and flowing and free flowing. And then the coming back to that spiritual practice for, I think for me, Tara, like the most powerful I'm trying to sit here and think about it I guess like you know our spiritual practice like rotates we do a we have a variety of tools but like whether it's journaling meditation contemplation whatever that looks like for you I think for me now that I'm actually saying this out loud contemplation is probably my number one practice that opens me up what about you well I would say hmm I think that what, here's what I find. I, I do these two different things and I don't always do them on the same day, but I will find that when I do any kind of like just free writing journaling where I'm not, I'm just kind of dumping like brain dumping. Like I find all these things like come out. And then the other like super powerful practice that I didn't even realize was so powerful is when I just go out and go for a walk. 
and I don't put my AirPods in. I don't talk on the phone. I just go out and walk. I feel like all of these things just come in for me then. Sure. But that's also because, let me just say this, that's because Tara's done the work to quiet her mind. So when she goes out on a walk, it is not like that it is, and this is me just reading Tara, you guys, this is how this works. So it's not like Tara is out there like, oh my God, I got to do this to-do list later. I have to do this. I have to do that. Like, oh my, but I got to power through this walk really. No, it's fully being present, Mm -hmm. getting rid of all the mind drama and letting everything simply be. And that's when it's like these delicious downloads come in and you're like, ah, that epiphany, it literally is electrifying my soul. Right? I mean, that's it exactly. Like that is it exactly. And it's one of those things where like, I'll get back from my walk and literally, you know, voice message, Kim, like a three minute message, like, oh, I guess it just happened. And like, she does the same thing. Like, it's, that's another thing. Like if you have people in your world that you get to share this stuff with, that's so powerful. So powerful because you're not always just keeping all that to yourself. You know, you have somebody else that's like, oh my gosh. And then this is the download that I got. And then, you know, you have other people and I got this and I got this. And it's these becomes these powerful conversations that you get to continue to have. And then that fuels even more and more and more. And it like becomes this like momentum. Yeah. And it it actually, I love this because this is part of what I was taught. Tara and I were talking about a little bit yesterday. So I'm going to, I'm going to just say one thing here and it's probably not going to make a whole lot of sense. Maybe one day we'll do a podcast episode on it, but if this is the first time you hear it, it'll land in your body. If it's the second time, like maybe it'll compound an event. And maybe this is the eighth time, eighth time. And you're going to be like, fuck, that's exactly right. So these powerful conversations that Tara, that Tara is talking about having conversations outside of how your fucking kids are doing or how you're husband's doing what life is like the weather like fuck all that sorry sorry but having powerful conversations like existential philosophical conversations belief type of conversations actually activates creative life force energy in your body which is actually transmuting sexual energy and when you can actually get into that space you your body becomes Tara and I like to call it like spiritually turned on, but it's deeper than spiritually turned on. Like your body is actually activated. And when you're in that standpoint, you are a fucking magnet. Like when you're in that energy, creating from that standpoint or manifesting, putting out a desire, maybe using the law of attraction or the law of assumption in that moment is literally like your channel is like blinking, like universe, I'm ready. Come on, send it on over. Like that's how it works. And so um, it's powerful. Like that's where Tara and I, like one of our favorite things to do is is, as silly as it sounds, is literally have these deep existential conversations with each other um, or with our clients or with just like humans in our world, period, with our husbands, whatever that is, there is nothing that turns me on more than those conversations. And there's nothing that creates us or turns us into this like magnetic force where people start to feel us and come into our world from a different, from a, maybe a way that we weren't even anticipating. Um, so yeah, so I just wanted to mention that, but becoming an open channel, you guys, it's, it's the foundation of the work that we do. 
I, you know what? Everything's a fucking foundation of the work that we do. Now that I say this, we said identity work is belief work, thought work, all of it is, but maybe it's a byproduct. That's actually what it is. A byproduct of the work that we do is becoming an open channel. You become cracked wide open to the universe. You begin to see all the patterns. You begin to see the signs. You can read them differently. And then you get to start to transmute this gift. And whether you decide to give it out to the world in in the form of a business, or you decide to just keep it to yourself and be that human for people in your life, it's absolutely beautiful. And let me just give you this too, because I know that when you first really start tapping into this, it it's tricky to trust right away, right? You're like, is this me? Am I making this up? Is this really happening, right? And I just want to give you this, that when you trust what you're get, getting, the universe is always going to confirm it for you. Always. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's just, that's just a truth that I know to be true, that Kim knows to be true. Um, w- the more that you really... Um, just really trust and really believe in yourself, believe in what's coming to you and inspired action accordingly, like take inspired action accordingly. The universe is all of a sudden going to pop up here and here and here and here. And you're going to be like, holy shit, that's exactly what I just got. Like that's, it was, I was right. I I was right. Like this is real and it all will come into you and you're going to get that confirmation. So trust that what yeah. you're getting is real because it is. Well, and the only thing that stops you from trusting is your ego. Right. I mean, your your ego literally comes in and it, it, that little bitch is literally like, fuck you. What are you doing? We're not supposed to know all this. Stop it. You want clarity and peace? What? We've been in struggle and chaos this whole time. Like, that's all that it is. Um, And so really like, I don't like even this topic of like ascending or transcending, but like, that's, that's kind of what it is. It's transcending the ego and starting to live a life rooted in spirit and spirit first. And then like ego second. Right. Um, And I guess we'll, we'll say this too. So just to know when it is an ego, if you're sitting there going like, how do I know if this is the, if this is my ego or this is my intuition or this is my ego or this is, your intuition is never going to give you like a rational reason as to why to believe in something. It's just literally going to tell you your ego on the other hand is going to come out and try to be like, well, this is bullshit because our indoctrination in religion taught us X, Y, or Z. So this can't be real. Or it's like our, our childhood conditioning in X, Y, or Z taught us that, you actually are need to be of the mind all the time and it can't be heart centered. It can't be intuition. So actually this is all bullshit. When in fact you hear that rational, which is so counterintuitive, but when you hear that rational like reasoning come in, that's where you get to start to discern. Is this actually true? Or is this just my ego coming out? Discernment is fucking key. And I'm trying, I'm here to tell you it's like 99%, 99 out of a hundred I don't know what I'm trying to say. Often the ego yes. is often the ego. Yeah. Um, so this is your sign. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I would love to live like this intuitive type of life. I would love to be connected to myself on the deepest levels and, and by as a byproduct of connecting to myself, connect to God's source, 
um, consciousness, whatever you want to use the universe. Um, because here's the thing, you guys, I know that we have been taught this over and over again, but God does not live outside of you. I didn't think I was going to go here, but I'm going to go here. Anybody that is teaching you to have agency outside of yourself, you need to be weary of. Because you, my friend, hold all the fucking power. You already know the answers. You are God. <laughs> you are God experiencing itself. Yep. And so... For if, if somebody's teaching you to have agency outside of yourself, meaning, oh, you've got to come to me because I can interpret X, Y, or Z the right way. Or like, I have the secret key to all the answers to the universe that you need. Or I'm the one that can teach you my process. And I'm the one that holds all the information. Those are literally, oftentimes, misinformed narcissistic human beings. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and say that. The truth is, you have it all within you. You can connect to God every single day. You don't need any tool outside of yourself to learn how to do that. Right. But if you're somebody who is like, so you just like Tara and I, Tara and I hired a ton of people. Tara and I have worked with a ton of people. Why? Because our childhood trauma was pretty fucking significant. Our conditioning was pretty fucking significant. To get out of our mind and back in our body to become an open channel, it took so much work and work that we could have done alone, but it may have been a whole lot more of an up and down trial and error process. When Tara and I looked at it, it was like, these are investments that are worth making for us to learn how to be back in our bodies. And and trust in ourselves and, and develop agency within ourselves, knowing our truths to be true versus having somebody else tell me their truth. And then I'm supposed to adopt that mentality. Like that does not fly for me anymore. Now that at my level of awareness where we're at, it just doesn't jive. So become an open channel, <laughs> become an open channel. It's absolutely it's, it's super powerful. And honestly, it's super fun. Magical, mystical days all day, every day. Tara yes. and I often blow our own minds because of what we are now aware of and what we can pick up and the, the signs that we're receiving or the messages we're getting. Our conversations are constantly like, wow, can you believe that X or Y just happened? And can you also believe that like three years ago, we had no fucking idea this is how the world worked? That right? is that's actually our conversations most days. Yeah. So good. So become an open channel, baby. It's worth it. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. On that note, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Straight Fire and Flow. Um, we will see you guys next week for another juicy episode. And we hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. Mm -hmm.